0: This week on Invasion of the Podcast, orcs find a new home world in China. E3, shut up and take our money. And the Saturday Night Slasher throws Paul on the Netflix wheel of death.
1: We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon the arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. And welcome to Invasion, the podcast, where we're taking the world over one listener at a time. I am Paul Booth Babe Stedman. That's that's why they still it. have Booth Babe. I, I don't think E3? they do because I think it's just supposed to be for reporters. Oh. And then uh, Joe. Um, Nintendo always promises the next new thing, and everyone just wants to see Zelda Peters. <laughs> I think it's like, you always expect Nintendo to be like, hey guys, we finally got the idea in our head that we're going to try to be ahead of technology as opposed yep. to
0: always a generation behind. Nintendo could release a VR exo suit that's called like the Nintendo U, and people would just be like, oh, that's so cool, and then it would be like a cell shaded Zelda, and they'd be like, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> but the whole thing is like, hey, we know we're not as powerful as like Sony and Microsoft, but... People have fun with our games. And I, they they get away with it for a little bit. But anyway, we have some opinions about that later. So, um, yeah, I I know I was going to ask Joe, like, what he did this weekend, but that ties into our news, like, almost immediately because of uh, the Warcraft movie. saw that. And then uh, I I watched some sports. Some of it was good, some of it not so good.
0: I watched those sports.
1: Yeah, Lake Erie Monsters winning the Calder Cup. I mean, that's something, right? Like, they, minor league championship for the city of Cleveland, and we all acted like we won. The biggest championship, so we'll take it. We're so. still
0: trying on that We're, NBA championship. Yeah, we'll see. So anyway, um yeah, I'm closing it, my eyes. I'm not just, I can't <laughs> I can't watch it. I'm too scared.
1: It is tough. Like the last game, uh uh, that they played. I the first half of the game I played Overwatch and I just kept checking my phone. And then assaults tied. I'm like, I should probably watch the second half of this. But you're right. It's kind of one of those things that if I don't pay attention, that's really to funny
0: it, that I was doing the same exact thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's really see, <laughs> the secret to this weekend is we. I played a bunch of Overwatch and I know that's going to get a little boring, but Overwatch is amazing and it's some, amazing. It's so much fun. All right, so let's just get to the news. everyone good that's the probably news. the fastest we've gotten to the news so that yeah. was
0: pretty quick yeah I know there' was a time where we were like right off the rip there's yeah. a lot of news to get to uh, <laughs>
1: like we were like we were at the the breaking news desk yeah it's like crap ruffling but, our papers yeah
0: like today like, at the Bronx Zoo yeah. uh so yeah let's just jump right into Warcraft so yeah we we talked about Warcraft and we talked about video game movies last week went and saw it I'm, I told you my opinions. I'm going to give it a B minus. Okay. Uh, a, and, and I think a good portion of that probably comes from me being, you know, seated in that world for a long, long time, especially the RTS world.
1: Yeah. So um, should we – are we going to give spoilers? Maybe a little bit of spoilers? Yeah, we can okay. give spoilers. Uh, here's the thing. Jo's, Joe doesn't know. I've, I've made some changes.
0: Do you know why they are called spoilers? Spoilers. <laughs> I like that's it.
1: That's my new spoilers button. So, that's cool. Um, that, that's something that actually happened this weekend. So that's funny that I mentioned. We, this is not news related, but there's a local, um, or I guess it's a national channel, but it's like on digital antenna. It's called Buzzer. It's all game shows. Yeah. And we found this old, old, old game show with Alex Trebek called Double Dare. Where the whole thing is people have to answer questions that's and then, where that
0: picture came from yeah i'm like was he was he hosting double dare like, yeah
1: and so there's this panel of experts that supposedly like you pick out these answers on a board and if you give them a clue and they can't get it right um then you win money but if they get it right they win money and they're just called spoilers so it's funny that i heard alex trebek talking about spoilers <laughs> so i'm funny. just like it's time for this
0: you know why they are called spoilers <laughs>
1: And that music's from the show, and it was so good. That's so good. anyway. That's cool.
0: Okay. Um, so spoilers, we're going to talk about Warcraft yeah, a little spoilers
1: bit. Spoilers talking about Alex Trebek uh, today. No, I'm, so I'm
0: going to yeah. start my story off with before the, or right when the movie started. So it was a packed house. I went with a couple guys from work, and um, I was sitting at the end of an aisle, okay? I was, like, there was, you know, the row seats, and I was at the end seat of the aisle. And then I across from me, the next seat and at the other side of the aisle... Dividing us was this older gentleman. He was probably like in his, I want to say, late forties, mid mid fifties. Um, you know, just munching on popcorn. Soon as the movie started, he started like this weird color commentary that huh. in, it just involved like a John Madden esque announcing what was on the screen. Had nothing to do what was going on. Like I'm sitting there, and you know, for anybody who hasn't seen the movie, the way that it opens up. It starts with a guy you know he's kind of like it looks like it's somewhere set in the badlands and uh, Warcraft and um which is kind of like you know like our, a deserty like Death a deserty Valley. like like almost like our badlands but uh and and he's circling. Uh, like he's in battle with someone, and you, you can clearly tell it's kind of an orc character because of the noise and the armor and stuff, and the, the axe the character's holding. But they're doing a good job of not letting you see the orc, which I didn't understand why because we've all seen him in the trailers and things yeah. like that. So it's like, why are we hiding what he's fighting? So immediately, this guy's like, "Oh, it's a paladin," and then like. He's sitting there munching and I can hear him and he's just like that's that's probably an orc. That oh that's definitely an orc. And I'm like Oh no. What? Oh no. What why are you talking right now? I want to just be like, dude, shut up. It's like and it's also that's a footman, and that's not a paladin. Yeah. I mean, that's just me. I, right, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then it just continued like like he's like like I don't know if he was talking to like his wife or his girlfriend next to him. Like but if he was, he clearly wasn't explaining things. He was just saying things out loud, like, Oh, stormwind, okay. And then, oh, no. yeah, and then it got to, and then a, that's a griffin. No, it's a griffin. We could clearly see it's a griffin. So for like the first 15 minutes of the movie, he basically narrated what was going on like this doesn't sound too far off from what happened to me but he i don't know if i drowned him out if i finally stopped but it was just unbelievable because i just like i looked over at him like did it
1: happen like towards the movie where he's like oh that's an orc 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 oh that's three times that's
0: work oh goldshire oh yeah yes you you clearly have been there too my friend but anyway. Do you
1: think he does that with other movies? Like, oh, yeah, that's definitely New York. Yeah. That's oh, crazy. they're in Arkham. Oh, oh that's, oh, a, that's, okay. a, that's oh, a cab. A scarecrow. <laughs> <It's> a scarecrow. <laughs> oh, Scarecrow.
0: Scarecrow. Oh, the penguin. Oh. He likes fish.
1: <laughs> that's, that's definitely a Dominus
0: Rex. No, um, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, T-shirt from the first movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so... Um we went to one of the Westwood uh AMC Westwood with the fancy seats and Yeah, fancy that's where meeting. I went to the Oh, okay.
0: the Ridge
1: Park Square. Oh, well. So. Look, look at man, we, get a, we 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 yeah. know how to do this in yeah. style, right? So we get
0: there I wanted to go see it at the Capitol, it wasn't there.
1: I know, me too. Um Capitol? Yeah, but they had other they they had X-Men Apocalypse, but anyway. Yeah. Uh so Better went to go see it Sunday morning, figured it wouldn't be that big of a deal. It wasn't that crowded, but so as, as Mary and I are sitting there, there's people to the right in front of me that before the trailers start, they're all kind of you know yabbering. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, I have kind of a, a mental rule of if you talk to the trailers, it's annoying, but I'm not, it's like just get settled and then the movie starts and shut up. That's all I'm hoping for. So they're kind of talking, they kind of died down, but then there's like two separate sections behind and back to the left of us where this one guy was not using an indoor voice. Like, mm. but the thing is, it would kind of like go up and down. Like he would be quiet for a bit, and then all of a sudden I hear, "Well, that's not like Warcraft, 2. Like, just he would just start like just talking, <laughs> and and like and Mary, who you know she's a sweetheart. I mean, she puts up with me, so she has much patience. She was getting so pissed off in a theater, and all I could do is like, I was just like you know, let it go. It's like we're did he sitting, say they
0: clearly don't have enough lumber to do that? I
1: don't know. I just I just kept all I could hear is that they were talking loud enough that this is a, a level of voice that you do not use in a the theater, you know? And, and I just kept telling her like, let it go. It's like, we're in, I, unfortunately, I, I guess I shouldn't have, I shouldn't expect, um, people that have no filter and are kind of socially awkward to go to a movie that's based upon a franchise that, caters to people that you know like you like i've been playing wow for what eight nine years now like i have my own connection with it and i've spent a lot of time by myself playing yeah but i also don't sit in the theater being like oh that's a paladin oh that's that (laughs) like the only thing there's only two times in the movie theater why i did my little like small clap like excited was one when you saw the party going into goldshire and you saw a single murloc yes make his noise that gurgle gurgle noise i was really happy about that i was tickled by that and then there was like um Oh, one other point, too, where I was like, yay, they showed it. I think it was Dollar Dalaran. I was like, yeah, it's Dalaran, and that was about it. But I didn't say, oh, my God, it's a floating city. It's Dalaran. Everybody, look, it's Dalaran. Yeah, um, that's
0: totally Dalaran.
1: <laughs> but anyway, that's not reviewing the movie. I feel like it just it felt weird. Like, it got to the second half of the movie. I'm like, is this over yet? Like, yeah, I felt, very, I felt that like, way,
0: too. Like, I felt like it it had a really generic, structured three-act story.
1: And it wasn't even a really good call to... I mean, the call to action was interesting with, like, we don't know who's killing these people. What's going on? Yeah. And and then... But then, you know, they're building a portal this entire time, and you have griffins. Clearly, these griffins are smart enough that they can fight
0: on their own. Not a lot. That griffin tore some stuff
1: up. Which that was my favorite part of the movie was like, seeing the griffin in the background fighting everybody yeah while they're having this talk in the front of this war you just see the griffin just fighting people and it was like why don't we have like 10 more of those guys and this this fight's over
0: yeah you know? like the whole time you know it was funny the whole time i was watching that part where it's just like like lothar's like going to check on the king and and like that griffin's just ripping up all those orcs i'm like man i would have kicked the crap out of that griffin in like two seconds <laughs> <laughs> like those things are not that tough trust me Two fireballs and a fireburst are done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, So it, it, uh, well, it was just funny to see, like, the, the bird's head in the background. It's just bobbing. or just, like, going around.
0: Just going to town. Um, yeah, like, yeah, there's a lot of continuity things. But, like, and, like, I don't remember the Warcraft 1 storyline that much. I think, God, I think I was, like, 15 or 14 when I played it. But. Well,
1: it just felt like they, they, had, they had to be very specific in naming things, certain things. And also, it's just, like, they had to, like... Oh, we got to set up our defenses along the Red Ridge Mountains. It's like, no, just say you got to set your defenses up in the mountains. Like, yeah, they, fine. they name dropped like, a lot.
0: And, Which I think is fine because then that's like what we talked about last week with playing catering to your audience. You know, even the Murloc was catering to the yeah, audience. And
1: it was. And then the whole sight gag of the guard in the prison. That was funny with the polymorph. Yeah, that yeah. was really funny, and it actually like it fit. Like, it, and I like, even
0: like how he explained it is like it doesn't usually work on everyone, only the weak willed. So it's yeah. like you can't use it on bosses. Yeah, like why didn't he just polymorph like you know uh, rend or something like that? Yeah,
1: and and I also felt like um, they kept giving. Um, Oh, what's his name? Not not Kagar, the other. Mediv. always like every five seconds, he's like, I'm here to give you a plot point. I'm needed back at Karazan. Like it's just every two seconds, it's like foop, gone. I thought gone. it was
0: really weird that it, it was just him and Moroz at Karazan, though. But
1: it was like, Oh, I, I forgot, I forgot my oven was on. I have to go like back to f- Karazan. I feel like oh, the my
0: keys. there were more people at Karazan.
1: I I don't know, but it was just felt like it was I mean there really... were a lot
0: more bosses, I know that for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, it just felt really weird that every thirty seconds it's like, "Hey guys, I'm kind of this, you know, shady character. I have to get back to my house real quick, guys. I'm sorry, my DVR's full. I got to go back. Yeah, I'm needed back in Kerosene. Yeah, he did teleport quite a bit. Yeah, so. um, so I mean, like the the acting, it, it ranged from being really good to being I felt bad for Garona. What's her name? Paula Patton. Yeah, her character, like the script wasn't strong for her. I don't feel she like was, she... She
0: was doing a good job. She was like, okay. I, I, I just, like, no, I thought she was trying to sell it like quite a bit, but I feel like you're right. It wasn't all there for her.
1: And I feel like the decision that she had to make at the end of the movie was the most forced thing I've seen in a movie in a long time of whenever uh, King Wayne tells her what she has to do. Mm-hmm. It's like he, there's... If it doesn't. If it's not organic, it doesn't feel right. Then don't just do it because that's what the game did. That was my biggest problem. Like, especially if you're telling me that that this movie isn't going to be point for point exactly like the Warcraft story, that you're going to hit the story beat the same, but you're going to go about it a little differently. Yeah. I didn't need to have that exact thing happen, and it felt really weird.
0: Well, also like because you know they, they kill they kill rend. Yeah, which I was kind of like, eh, what? I'm like, I don't remember him dying because you do. He does run off to the uh, the black dragon flight. Yeah, yeah, it does, so. but
1: I don't know. It's just, um. So
0: the action was solid. Uh, the orc effects were pretty good. That was amazing. Those orcs looked pretty good. My biggest problem with that, though, is the effects were so good that they didn't do a good job of blending it with real world and the cartoon aspect of Warcraft. I almost felt like Azeroth was too stylized, like the armor was almost too much.
1: It felt, like, it, it felt like it was like, I know they're trying to pay honor to the game, but it almost felt like there was way too much detail on things. And, I, and that sounds like a weird thing for me to say, but it's like, I, this is supposed to be an army that's ready for war. I don't think they have as much ornate armor as they, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're, it just felt very... But it, see, the
0: game is like that because they just cookie cutter the armor on the, the models. But like, with the orcs, I mean, it was just, you know, if you look at it in the... The perspective of the the real life, like with the humans and the orcs in the game, they seem like on a level playing field. Yeah. Here, it was not that case. Like, no. it, uh, Like an orc could have picked someone up and snapped them in half.
1: And you saw that a couple... Uh, by the way, the violence of this movie is very real. There are some really extreme moments of people's heads getting popped, necks getting snapped. Yeah. This is a PG-13 movie, it's, which I
0: was surprised by yeah, that. Well, it definitely does get a good war, you yeah. know, good violent war to it, you know, feel to it. But like... Yeah, I was kind of like and, and and then like we talked about like when the, when the uh, uh, when the night elves showed up or when the blood elves showed up and it was just <laughs> like these look oddly weird. Like, and I understand that they're staying, staying, yeah. staying super true to the, the characters in the like, game, but the characters in the game look cartoony. Yeah,
1: like the high elves in the game have like the big eyebrows and the big pointy ears. You could have brought that back a little bit and made it more like a Vulcan thing and we would have been like, that's cool. You
0: could have brought those things down but, about 75%. They would have been fine. Yeah. You could have went you could have more extreme than most elf ears, but the, you did not need to go like you know was, one of those crazy feathers and hats. It's
1: like you, you expect that somebody jump on their back and ride around like a, like a yeah. tricycle or something. That's how big these ears were. I mean, Ridiculous. that's
0: how big they are in the game, but I feel like that they probably knew that. I did like the Drawn Eye. I thought that the, the Drani, one the one The one, one Drawn Eye yeah. that you saw. I thought that was cool that they threw those in there.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, so the recreation of the cities was cool. The story was okay. I feel like they were saddled with trying to. Satisfy what people expected. Yeah, like I, didn't, I didn't need that. Like I, you could have left Medivh being more ambiguous, and I think that would have been like, like, what if he, what if he was both Obi Wan and Darth Vader at the same time? Where it's like he saved the day, but also like maybe he was like the Emperor type, where it's like he saved it, but you realize, oh crap, he's been pulling the strings the entire time, and he was left to still kind of be there to work in cahoots with Gul'dan. I would have been okay with that. Yeah, but uh, and Gul'dan was actually awesome. He was Gul'dan like a, was a good villain. That was actually like. Uh, it makes me wonder uh, if there's the one point where Goldan's sitting on his throne of skulls or something, and he has the one human beside him that he keeps, like, basically pulling his essence from. Yeah. I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I want to believe that was Duncan Jones off to the right of him. I thought
0: that was Duncan Jones, too. Because it just seemed like every so
1: often, Goldan's like, I'm not done with you yet. And that's kind of... I wonder if that's his, like, statement about the movie. Like, every time he turns around, it takes a little bit yeah, more from Yeah, Duncan him, Jones a is like, ah, bit more.
0: Warcraft. <laughs> uh, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean credit to him the movie isn't it isn't a dumpster fire it isn't a hot mess it just it just I'm gonna, feels flat at times and rushed at other times and it's a weird it's like there's a lot i liked and there's a lot that i just felt like could be gone so it makes me wonder where is, that other 40 minutes they cut out if that would have helped it.
0: this is one of those things that i don't want to pin on duncan jones even though he did help write write it too he did the screenplay and he directed it um it it's it's that thing I talked about the video game mentality like not the mentality the the video game problem of having hours of content and trying to condense it all into down to two hours yeah because like you're right it felt rushed because it was rushed because like from the point of the orcs ending up on Azeroth. Um, from the portal to building another portal was, was like really fast. it was really fast like they you had, didn't
1: even get the idea of their home world I mean you got the idea because they told you which it's one of the situations of telling and not seeing yeah that their world was screwed and you saw them all rush towards the portal and that was it and that's all you saw you didn't actually get the idea that this place is like just you know, scorched earth yeah so like you don't really even know why they're going other than they're being told they can yeah you know sorry I didn't mean to cut you off I no, just, no no uh, no
0: it's it's fine but yeah I, I enjoyed it um I could have enjoyed it more, uh, you know, I feel, uh, I feel like the fight at the end with Lothar and Rend was kind of, like, unnecessary.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I, the way it ended was kind of badass, like, like I was kind of cool where, like, it was a weird thing of, like, you, so, Duncan Jones was tasked with this, like, making a Warcraft movie, but then you had people that are very much, they're a fan of the Horde or the Alliance, right, so... You Which have I, to still get I them wish a- I
0: would have went to a showing where they were yelling it back and forth I, that I would have enjoyed that yeah
1: um so it like you have to serve these two masters of like, you have to have an ultimate bad guy, which I guess in both sides you have a human in Medivh, and then you have an orc in uh, Goldan, So, like, you show, like, oh, both sides can be evil, but both sides can be compassionate. But we have to have this conflict where you have to have a fight, but then both sides kind of learn a lesson. Like, it was a weird, and there's also a weird honor that kind of happens a little bit. It's like, it's a weird, like, because the way, the way the orcs kind of ended, it's just like, oh, I guess we're good now. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't let humans
0: walk out durtan durtan made a comment in the movie which i thought was a little weird because when he was talking to lothar um he said something like war war solves everything for orcs yeah and i'm like well that that sounds like an aggressive statement right there which (laughs) kind of like sets you back like you're basically saying i want to take care of my people but we're after i take care of them we're still going to go go to war and do stuff yeah you know um which i mean that's technically i mean he's not wrong It's technically well, works, for, for works yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah i i i enjoyed it i mean i would recommend if you like fantasy if you like the game you know go see it uh it's 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 worth it i think so yeah
1: so the reason that we like and that was our mini review uh it was it's okay like i, I all my coworkers are like man you sounded really excited for this but now you sound kind of deflated and i'm like yeah because i love this universe and but and but it's like but it's not a bad movie like it got a twenty what was it twenty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which I feel like people wanted to just jump on it because it's a video game movie and not because they want yeah. to judge it on its own merits.
0: It's people did that with superhero movies before. Yeah. We talked about yeah. that, but I'm uh, just to put it in perspective. And the joke we made at the opening is how they found their new home world in China. World of Warcraft, so f- or World of Warcraft, Warcraft. <clears throat> it's not the world yet. Uh, has made three hundred and eight million worldwide. Domestically it's only pulled in twenty-eight million dollars. Ninety percent of all the money that this movie has made has been overseas.
1: Like the only time I could think of a movie that uh, did well overseas enough to kind of give it a lifeline is Pacific Rim. Like when it opened in China, it did really well there. Enough to like a sequel's being worked on now, but it hasn't actually you know, come I'm out yet. For the sequel. Yeah, me too. But it's like that was one that kind of did lukewarm in, in the US and they were like, I don't know how it's gonna go. And this is one where Based on U.S. box office alone, Legendary would be like, we're never making another one of these, but then they're going to see the overseas numbers and be like, we can make six more of
0: these. I would like them to keep Warcraft going because honestly, I think they should have started the story of Warcraft with Arthas. And I and I feel, well, I, yeah, I feel like... That's, I think, better... Because I was explaining to the, the people I went with and I was like, they should have done, you know, the Arthas storyline. I explained it to them a little bit and they're like, well, isn't that like what Medivh was? I'm like, no, Arthas is a lot worse than Medivh. Yeah. And it's a lot more of a hard fall, like...
1: Yeah. And I so but you know they're they're teasing the, the, the life of Thrall. Sorry, Goel, green little orc baby in the movie. So they're teasing that whole his his coming of age story and you know young Jaina and all that, and that's fine. Uh, I think that'll be interesting actually. Yeah. Uh so I'm sure once it's all said and done legendary is going to look at blizzard blizzard's going to look at legendary and be like you know what can we do to course correct to make the second one knock the doors off you know knock the doors off for the u.s audiences but also appease international audiences and i, I don't see why they wouldn't be able to come out with the stronger more like because once they i mean it, this sounds like this is an issue where um there was just some miscommunication about what they thought was appropriate and it kind of kind of got a little muddled so it makes me wonder if they release like a director's cut if I'd that love to see ahead. a director's cut, yeah, hopefully, so.
0: that he can get in there. Or maybe Blizzard will just go, so look, we're talking to Christoph Walsh, and he wants to do Overwatch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> as Reinhardt. As I just Reinhardt. want to see a Reinhardt standalone movie, just him. <laughs> like, just him with the power armor, just running around, just swinging at things. Hitting that's all I want. the shield. That's it. Um, so anyway, right. that's, yeah. That was kind so, of longer news, but yeah. news review, whatever. That
0: was like a review I wanted to, f- we should follow up on what we talked about before. Uh, but something that is actual news uh, One of our favorite comics is getting picked up by MGM to become a movie. Yeah,
1: uh, uh, Michael J. Straczynski's Rising Stars, which if you've not read it, I recommend going out and grabbing it. It's 24 issues. It's like three trade paperbacks. Um, I will admit that I read this before reading Watchmen, so it really really got me. And then I read Watchmen. And I was like, Oh crap. Straczynski is kind of taking the ideas of Watchmen and going a little different direction. Yeah. Um, it's this idea of this meteor that passed over the small town, in New Jersey. And for whatever reason, anybody that was, um, like pregnant at the time, uh, in the small area of like New Jersey, they gave birth. To these kids that have powers. And so this is like in a, in a world that doesn't have superheroes. Yeah. And so there's going to be a generation of people with abilities and and then to all to, for all, all people know this is going to be the only time this has happened so you have these people that are growing up that are kind of watched by the world and some want to be heroes some want to be left alone yeah. and it's uh it's it's a cool story and i don't know if a movie is going to do it justice because it goes into like i feel like this would have been way cooler as like um, TV
0: show, probably.
1: Yeah, like like a like a Showtime or like just give it yeah. like well, make think, it like a ten part series or something in a bit or even like you don't even go ten parts. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever it needs to. A lot of stuff yeah. is
0: kind of doing that with. I'm I mean, you got your Netflix series, yeah. Um, and then like Powers on the PlayStation Network, yeah, which is a, um, I read a couple of the issues of Powers. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis writes that. That's that's actually pretty good, but that takes that takes a similar stance. Like you've got super powered people in a normal world and it's not all kind of like jokes and fun like the marvel universe so
1: yeah and like i mean in, in uh, rising stars there's this whole middle section where they call the battle of chicago which is pretty epic for what happens but a lot of that's also written you read it in the book as in like asides and newspaper articles and all this other stuff about what happened because if you kill one of them like all of the all their powers kind of go exponential so like if you if so the people are afraid of them they start killing off these specials they so they're called you're still not making your problem any easier because you're making the rest of them stronger. And, and then it becomes the whole thing of like, you know, well, what if they want to become stronger than the other person? So there might be the potential for specials to start killing specials to get power. And it's like, it's, it's a cool story. And I hope they do it justice. Straczynski's writing the screenplay. So I'm Which sure he's you know,
0: had a lot of experience doing uh, he's Babylon wrote, five. He's written yeah. a lot of television, uh, he's done a couple movies. Um, he's done a lot of comics.
1: Yeah, know. I mean, like I got you turned on to him because he's of, a pretty good writer. His he, amazing Spider-Man run. He his
0: amazing Spider-Man run was good. Um, and then he did that. What else did he do? He did
1: Fantastic Four for a bit. He did yeah. Thor. Thor, which they ended up using a lot of that because he helped. He helped co-write the script for the movie. But a lot of that, him coming to Earth and kind of having his honor taken, that was a lot of his the whole thing. And then also, I know he did the whole story arc of Asgard showing up in Kansas. Uh, there was that. Whole oh, bit there. siege yeah okay yeah yeah so. you're
0: right yeah oh yeah he did do see I just read that yeah. I reread that uh when I went to Orlando
1: yeah but Straczynski's written a lot of cool stuff if like uh like I said Rising Stars Midnight Nation's really good too I'm excited for this I mean I'm always excited for more superhero movies it's just that I just hope that this one like because this is another one like Watchmen that it's not a, a a widely known property outside the comic book circle yeah so and these are going to be heroes that are more archetypes like, you know, you're going to see Patriot, you're going to see Poet, you're going to see these guys, but they're not your Spider-Mans and Iron-Mans and Batmans, but they're kind of similar, too. So you're going to sell the story as opposed to the characters. Right. And I hope that, you know, I hope they Which can translate I like. it. I yeah. like, that,
0: because when you sell a story more than a character, then, the char- then they become a character and it becomes more of-
1: yeah, so anyway, so, that's exciting. So that's that's it for actual news. Well, um, yeah,
0: because, I mean, technically, the main half is all news because yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think about so, it. So. All
1: right, so here comes here comes some more specialized news. More news. And now for our feature presentation.
0: All right. E3. I got a list, and I'm just going to cross stuff off as we talk about it. Um, so E3, which is the uh, Entertainment Electronics Expo, or the Electronic Entertainment Expo, or the Expo of Entertaining Electronics. <laughs> Entertaining Electronics. Or, yeah. Anyway, uh, they have this every year in the summer, and the developer developers of video games basically meet, and they're like, here's what we're making. Here's what you're going to buy. Get excited <laughs> for this. And, here's what
1: we're making and that may not actually come out, but you're going to be excited about yeah. it for a year that we're going to say we're not some, making it now.
0: Some developers who are hot stuff have their own conferences like like blizzard and nintendo and uh who else has their like own sony conference? has one. sony yeah. has their own conference so sometimes they don't dump everything at e3 uh sometimes they hold it and then they do it at their own little special thing um like i don't think blizzard ever announces anything at e3
1: they don't do e3 um but i know they started doing uh, what's that one a uh, games over in germany yeah so they do that now too okay. so there's some there's some european events that they announce things so at. let's just go down here i got stuff
0: so uh was it death strander
1: yeah death strander uh the trailer is online it is uh starring your mr norman Reedus from the walking dead or uh you know boondock saints if you will yeah daryl Dixon. Uh, Uh, this
0: uh, is a hideo kojima game which is the metal gear solid konami guy formerly konami guy um and uh the the trailer they released was super super cryptic like all of his stuff like you never ever know what's going on is Isn't is
1: kojima up. just another word for cryptic i mean that's all he ever is it's <laughs> yeah. like oh it's a game about feelings yeah it's like oh I, now i'm shooting people in the head yeah but you feel it don't you right like, it's just
0: like yeah. you'll see like snake just shooting everyone then he like gets on a helicopter and parachutes into an old lady's house and has tea and you're like what
1: yeah why is he, yeah. <laughs> Who's that lady?
0: Why did he kill all those guys like, before he went to her house? And it's
1: weird because like all of the like the the Metal Gear Solid stuff has like amazing action and some really like, um, like interesting intrigue and story, but then there's just some goofy stuff that happens. There's some weird stuff, that and people are just cool around. with it. You yeah. know, like it's just um, oh, okay.
0: I could totally buy that, and then they just keep playing.
1: I do appreciate that when you went to go load uh, Metal Gear Solid Four. Into the PlayStation 4 for the first time. It was a big front load and it just showed Old Snake smoking cigarette after cigarette after cigarette while wow, this whole thing was it took forever. Yeah. And it was just almost like them flaunting, like, Yeah, you're not it's like and there's like a little warning saying cigarettes are bad for your health, and you see the snake smoking, chain yeah. smoking through the install. And that's all it was. It was like an hour. It was awesome. But anyway. So um, Kojima and Konami had a falling out.
0: Well, wasn't this originally? Wasn't this project originally supposed to have Guillermo del Toro attached to it too? Um, Cause no,
1: no, because uh, the Norman Norman Reedus was associated with del Toro for a Silent Hill type game.
0: But I thought uh, Kojima was part of that too. Oh, I didn't know. I do not know. I thought that. like okay. the, that whole th- all three of them were because it was a big deal. Oh, okay. I didn't del know del Toro that. and Kojima, were... but yeah, that fell through that they were going to have Norman Reedus do that Silent Hill thing. But the, I mean. You know, they got they got him to do this, which could be interesting. You know, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, Not much
1: gameplay, just to, to see a naked Daryl with some handprint things on him and, like, a weird, like, necklace with looks like looks like key cards or something. And that's it. He looks up in the sky and
0: sees four guys in the distance. Do you think the when you play it, it's going to be super letterboxed because his eyes are always super squinty? <laughs> like, you'd be like, oh, my I can't. If this dude would just open his eyes, I could. I like it. Oh, I just got shot again. Yeah. Uh, but that looks, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm just going to wait and see what happens with this. I mean, like the guy, the guy is a, as a legendary game maker, he's starting to fall into my category of like the Tim Burton's and the like, okay, you're not hot stuff anymore. Like, it's cool that you did all this stuff and I respect you, but just because you stick your name on something doesn't mean it's going to explode again.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's worse than Abrams in the sense of like, he always has to be coy, with his answers and, and guarded. Like, yeah. the Kojimo Studios logo right now is like, it's a half profile of some... Looks like some dude in a mech suit type of thing. And I forget what they... They called him uh, Luns or whatever they named the character. And if you look at his eyes, I think that's Norma Reedus's character from Death, Stander, Death Strander that's going to be in the suit at some point. Because they're kind of teasing that and they're teasing this. I don't see why this isn't one of the same. Yeah, um, But I also what kind of name is Death Strander? I don't understand what that... like. I just It, it feels like it, it's weird on the lips, and I don't know what it means. I don't understand
0: why they name half the stuff they did with uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Sons of the Patriots. I Sons don't of know. Sons the Patriots. Well, the, the Patriots were a group of people. Oh, okay. Thing. And then you had the Phantom Pain. Yeah. Like, did somebody lose a limb, or are you... <laughs> You feeling like phantom fingers that you don't have, but you, you think. Or is there. Billy
1: Zane as the phantom showing up yeah. killing people?
0: <laughs> that would be cool. If you could <laughs> Billy Zane skin for <laughs> Metal Gear Solid V. Yes.
1: I would love that. You have the twin guns. And you can, Billy yeah, anyway, Zane. Yeah. <laughs> anyway.
0: All right. So next game, uh, Resident Evil 7 got announced, which. Contagion. I'm, which I'm pretty excited about. I guess Resident Evil 6, that that didn't end up on my radar. I don't know. And not a I, lot of people's and, radars. Not a lot of people really cared for and it. And I found out why, because it did get a bad reception. Yeah. Um, I guess they tried to go more of a Call of Duty action style. Well, that and the story then, was fractured amongst like
1: five or six different characters. Yeah. And it just felt very disco- disjointed I, and no one liked it. I
0: played four and five. Both I thought were pretty good. Um. You know, I played three. I played two. I played one. Uh, six is the only one I kind of missed, but like seven... Uh, seven looks like it could be really interesting. Um, the biggest draw I'm, I'm going to say is going to be the PlayStation VR because they're making it compatible to PlayStation VR and who always wanted to crap themselves while playing a video game.
1: That's yeah. Right. That's yep, like, right. So it's, so I mean, who, with the VR headset, you're going to have a VR, like every bush bucket to <laughs> go with it.
0: Everybody's played a resident evil game in the dark or should have played a resident evil game in the dark and gotten scared the crap out of while playing it in the dark on a TV. Now you can wear a headset with encompassing sound and sight. And, like, I watched the 15-minute demo teaser, and I watched these guys play it, and it was pretty funny because, like, towards the end, they kind of, like, window-boxed them playing it. So, like, (laughs) I was like, something's going to happen, and these guys are going to freak out. I'm like... But, like, watching it, it was, like... uh, It was very tense, like, just watching it. But, you know, like, you basically... The theme seems very, like, 70s, 80s-ish, Texas Chainsaw style. Mm-hmm. You know, in the demo, the guy wakes up, and he's got a flashlight, and he's in, like, that that Texas Chainsaw-type house where, you know, it, 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 it looks so super disheveled. Everything's dark except for whatever's breaking through boarded-up windows, like yeah. light that's breaking through boarded-up windows, and you got your flashlight. As you go around, you find, like, weird things, like there was like a there were like human remains in a microwave and there were like bags in like the refrigerator and everything's just there's flies everywhere and it's just creepy and then like you find a videotape and you watch the videotape when you play the when he plays the videotape in the demo like you control the guy with the camera and the videotape. Okay. So it's kind of cool like that. But, like, it was funny because they're going around and, like, he goes into the kitchen and, like, the bags aren't there, the remains aren't there. So, like, you know those people are that. (laughs) And it's just like, oh. And then, like, you know, they get taken out and then, like, you kind of freak out and you find, like, the secret passage they found. Go into it. You get the key to the back door you you basically beat feet to the back door and this is where it got kind of really really tense because they were like they were being really super suspicious about things moving and then they finally get to the back door and they open it and just as they open it and, and the, some somebody grabs them from behind and it's like this crazy like hills have eyes dude covered in blood with a like mangly beard and he just punches you and knocks you out and that's oh, the end man. of the trailer and i was like
1: whoa like if they ever do a dead space game with this this tech like that's the day I die. That's that's. But I mean, just,
0: that's what's going to happen. Like just you know. watching them do like move the camera around with the 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 flashlight. If that's your VR view, looking around at stuff like, mm-hmm. and then like you get like the ambient sound behind you. Like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm just gonna play it on TV. Like, what if they make like a Slenderman game like that? Like, yeah, I'm <laughs> I
1: might as well just wear yellow pants because I'm just going to piss myself the entire right. time. That's right. What, yeah. But that's exciting.
0: Um, um, I'm excited to 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 check it out. I guess their booth that they had set up there, uh, Capcom's booth, had
1: had a plastic drop cloth all over right like well, just... no
0: they it was set up like it was set up like the front of that house oh. it was like an old like like texas uh like farmhouse that was all dilapidated and it said resident evil 7 on it and it looked like you did not want to go into capcom's booth so it looked That's pretty funny. cool and then um speaking of capcom and zombies or resident evil do you have anything on Resident Evil 7? Uh, no, I was just thinking,
1: um, I, I was going to write down, I didn't write down before the show, that Detroit Become Human. I don't know if you saw anything about mm-hmm. that. I didn't. Um, well, I'll talk about that in a second. So just mention the other zombie thing.
0: The other zombie thing is they announced Dead Rising 4, um, which is a lot more lighthearted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, and we talked about this before the show, like Dead Rising 4 uh, is funny how Western culture looks at... Um, uh, zombies, because it's like it's it's comical in a sense, yeah, and that's basically what Dead Rising Four is. It, it's there is horror to it, like I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not like like goofy, uh, you know, thriller dancing zombies or anything like that. But um, yeah, we,
1: but you could wear the Mega Man outfit at one point in one of the games with the arm with the Mega Buster and yep, shoot zombies. So you can,
0: but the whole point of the game is uh to make combo weapons and just wade through uh seas of zombies. Yeah cuz
1: in the Dead Rising series like one or two isn't a problem. It's like when you get to
0: like the big masses of them is when you have to be creative. I oh, don't know, man. I jump into them with stuff like it's a, like it's a money pit for Uncle Scrooge and I'm just like, "Yeah, this is experience and points." And I'm just swinging a like a like a, a chainsaw on the end of like a whip or something like that. It's just like going around and around. I remember in Dead Rising 3 like uh one of my favorite weapons was you took uh boxing gloves and a nine millimeter pistol and you made these things called jazz hands and they basically (laughs) were boxing gloves and they never in the materials you use it never actually looks it looks a lot different than the materials you use so it was like these boxing gloves with like like four or five um, muzzles on them and you would just like you could like either pop like punch and you would shoot bullets mm-hmm. or you could just do this like crazy spin dance move with these hands and you would just like clear rows of zombies out it's it's so much fun especially like because I watched the trailer for this and like there's like a triceratops head that you spits fire yeah it doesn't make any sense <laughs> nothing you do in that game makes sense like with there's what like, you like, build. A, like a homemade
1: power mech that you walk around yeah in, it looks like. there's
0: supposed to be exosuit armor um, in Dead Rising three, they put vehicles in there, so you could like soup up vehicles, and just like there was one where you would get like a, like a bike or like a hog bike, and you would put a, a steamroller on the front of it with flamethrowers. So you're driving around in this motorcycle and the front of it is like a steamroller and then it's got two jets of fire on the side of it. And you're just like, yep, cleaning up zombies. And you just like, <laughs> like hit them jets and you just cook them. And then the other time you just run them over with a steamroller. And eventually all your stuff breaks. So that's the whole yeah. point is like you use it and then it's like the durability of it breaks and you're like, oh, I don't have my jazz hands anymore. And then that's when you don't want to be in the middle of the zombies. <laughs> so. that,
1: that statement out of context is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you lose your jazz hands, and you don't want to be in the middle of zombies. You don't I like want it. to be in the middle of the zombies. So, uh, so yeah, I,
0: Dead Rising Four, and it's Christmas themed. So yeah. it's supposed to be out December sixth, and I'm pretty excited for because I saw there were a lot of weapons and things that utilized, There was like a candy cane crossbow, yeah, um, and there was like um, you know stuff that utilizes you know Christmas decorations and lights. So. Yeah, so that yeah, that looks exciting. Um, I will mention Detroit becoming
1: human or Detroit become human. It's from Quantic Dream. The reason I mention it is because I happened to mention last episode that I finished Heavy Rain. So they've they've done four games. They've done Indigo Prophecy, Heavy Rain, Beyond uh, Two Souls. If you remember, that came out like a year or so ago. That had uh, Ellen Page in it, and this Detroit become human is very like um, how to describe it. Like you, the whole the whole uh, trailer is. You're a uh, android named Connor that's going up to this high rise, and you have to talk another android off a ledge who's holding like he was like like a, like um a babysitter for this girl and he's like has her off the edge of this building, and you ha- you see this like this whole situation unfold between these two androids. So it's very kind of kind of Blade Runner a little bit. Okay, but um the whole thing is that like, you see the situation play out and it's like and it says it could be different, so it rewinds all the way back and it shows how everything you do. And how that scenario unfolded like eight different ways. And how even it unfolded differently as it went along. And it's like Quantum Dream is all about like like cause and effect and trying to create your own story. And this looks like th- with the technology they have now, they're getting closer to a realization of what they want to do. Because I still felt like Heavy Rain was still very much on rails at times. Okay. And it looks really interesting. But I love, I'm a sucker for like uh, future noir, like Android stuff. And this is like... Um, it's Detroit. It looks like, I don't know, it just looks like a, almost like a slick future RoboCop Detroit. <clears throat> and it's exciting. Like, just check the trailer out. I um, I liked the idea that you could find a gun at the the place and and keep it behind you. And then when the, the, the guy on the ledge is asking, are you armed, you can lie to him. Or you could just take the gun and throw it away in a sign of trust. And then that way, if maybe he trusts you and he lets go of the girl, you could just shoot him, like, straight up. And it's like, it's very much like how you want to handle it. So it's kind of, it's more... I don't know, choose your own adventure with robots.
0: No, that's cool. I like I like story narratives that you are allowed to like play with. I it's, mean, it,
1: it looks like it webs out a lot farther though than anything they've done so far. So I like that. if it
0: webs out as much as you say, that could be really fun. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, and then we've got well, speaking of another kind of like uh, off the radar type game, we watched the trailer of We Happy Few before the um, before the cast, which that looks very interesting. Uh, it looks like a little bit of um, equilibrium with Bioshock with, yeah. with the pills, uh, very very gritty, disturbing. Like,
1: well, it's it's it looks like it's set in the '60s in London. And it's very much this guy who was taking this thing called Joy, which is, I guess, like some kind of mood-altering drug. Yeah. And it looks like he has a job redacting information in newspapers. So he's, like, clearly blocking information, and he's supposed to be happy about it. But something sets him on his path, very Bioshock, where he is, like, struggling with his own feelings about things, and things aren't what they seem. And, and of course, just like the splicers with their masquerade masks, you have all these people that are wearing, like, face paint. Mm -hmm. And it's very... Very trippy and yeah, and it's like and the music that plays is very psychedelic and everybody you know, seems to
0: have that face paint to like yeah, it's like a weird doll face kind of yeah, but this
1: whole thing gives like a Clockwork Orange type vibe yes, to it. very Clockwork Orange. And I felt that too. It looks like it's very stylized, so it looks like it's going to have like a wicked sense of humor, but also be very brutal. So yeah. like that's uh,
0: the brutality that shows a very apparent at the end of the trailer. Yeah. And, you know, you get that, that vibe, like, when they all find out he's off of his meds. He they becomes, call him a downer. They, he becomes a huge threat. Yeah. And then they basically send the... Uh, the bobbies. The there's bobbies. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: There's there's British police with face paint that come after him. Yep.
0: And, yeah, that looks interesting. Yeah, so that keep your eye out for that. That could be really interesting. Um, uh, Netherrealm Studios announced Injustice uh, Gods Among Us 2, which is the sequel to the DC Universe fighting game. Um, they came out a little while ago. Uh, a little disappointed. No fatalities. Uh, they 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 said that that wouldn't be in the game this time. Um, they do. I did see, get to see a lot of the super moves, which is kind of like what everybody like plays that game to see is just like you know somebody do something cool. It's like the like a cinematic super move. Okay. Um, the gameplay looked about the same for Mortal Kombat slash NetherRealm Realm Studios. So expect to see that. Uh, it did look like they incorporated a. Um, a costume altering, uh, like function in the game. Very Power Rangers. Uh, yeah, like where you go
1: from what like your standard look to oh no! Suddenly I got like armor when I want to finish things off. It was very
0: well. You know. Like it's it's like customization to to like a smaller point. Like I like the one I watched. It was like, um, Supergirl had a cape, but you could equip a different cape, and it would change the way her cape looked. Like, maybe it V'd down the middle, or it it frayed, or maybe it was, like, you know, bigger or clipped differently. So, it was still, like, she was still wearing capes, so you could alter their costumes slightly. But those pieces would give you, like, I think one of them was, like, enhanced experience and things like that. So, you could actually tweak your fighter and give them different... Give, give them different stats and it's not so much like a skin where like i'm gonna have you know hugo strange batman skin or i'm gonna have batman beyond skin no it's like you take batman's costume and you change the bat on the front of it or you change the way that is his okay. is is uh utility belt looks so i thought that was kind of cool right now they only showed superman batman uh supergirl gorilla Grodd, and oh, i can't remember the green lantern or the red lantern's name uh starts with an s oh i know what you're talking about um yeah. Uh, yeah. it's at the tip of my tongue it's one of yeah. those weird words like sinest it's not sinestro but like it's like yeah anyway it's a very angry sound it's name. a very angry sounding name uh but those are the playable characters they announced so it looked cool uh the super moves were pretty neat um batman's was pretty cool with the, the batwing grabbing people and shooting them with machine guns in the air but uh other than that um, we'll just have to wait and see what else comes out. Those are always fun. Like, I want to play those games, but, like, not for more than, like, like a day. Yeah. Like, I just want to play them and be like. Now
1: that I know there's a Red Lantern in it, that makes me interested. But that's
0: about it. I just yeah. want to be like,
1: I'm going to play this Red Lantern, you know. yeah. Like, yeah.
0: But, like, I want to play, like, and do their move, each one of their super. I did that with, like, the other one. Like, and it was <laughs> funny, too, because, like, oh, Aquaman's in it, too. They announced Aquaman. But, like, Aquaman's finishing move was actually, or super move, was actually pretty hardcore where he, like, summons this shark and feeds you to it. So, but
1: anyway, Um, so speaking of brutality and fighting, God of War. There's new trailer for that. Uh, It was well, it's kind of a trailer. It was like a ten minute like gameplay type of thing. And my two complaints about this is that when they started when they started the show, the beginning of this, which was like a child talking to a a figure in shadow, at the moment you it it showed a bearded Kratos, everybody in that place went nuts. I'm like, you're journalists. Like something about that felt really weird. However, I was cheering. And it's like clearly you're not biased. Like you are really like excited for this and that's fine. But E three now is supposed to be more about like news and like like for the, the people they're reporting. So it felt very like I don't know unprofessional to be that cheery and exciting about things
0: why why can't they be excited about it just kratos. felt very fair you mean they're excited about kratos himself or the beard
1: well i mean maybe but like uh for both <laughs> but the, but then later on in the demo you see him take this axe and he's fighting these like ice zombies or whatever and he throws the axe at one and it hits a it's a rock wall and it stays there and then he calls it back to himself and the moment he calls it back everybody like cheers that to him like what i don't understand like, kratos yeah, has always had crazy weapons yeah. even I don't know, something about that felt really weird. And then the other thing, too, real quick, is that this is like set in Norse mythology, definitely looks a little different. But there's a point where he's fighting this big, like, ogre-type thing. And on the screen, it says, press left and right thumbsticks down to activate Spartan rage. I'm like, wait, this is Norse mythology, and he looks like a Norse guy. Why are they still using Greek terminology for... He's still Spartan. But is it really the same Kratos, though? I guess we'll have to find out.
0: Yeah, and I've, I've been reading a lot of things on online about how everybody's happy that Sony is taking a more narrative tone with God of War and making Kratos more of a humane character... Di- like dipping into his humanity and i'm like no i don't no 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 no. that's not kratos like i hope they're I mean, not doing you, that you
1: give him something to lose that, that uh, that's
0: fine because, that's why i thought yeah. about that kid i'm like yeah. that kid's totally dying yeah because like, kratos is like yep. he's a compelling enough character when he has a chip on his shoulder and that's why you have fun but it's like we talk about the revenge stories yeah. kratos is a giant revenge story I want that kid dead. I want him to go revenge that kid, and that's the game I want to play. I don't care yeah. if I played it three other times on God of War 1, 2, and 3. The you know,
1: only thing, I, I mean, everything about it looks cool. It looks it looks good. Like, the combat looks good. But there's a point where he takes the axe and puts it back on his back, and the clip that holds it in place is the Omega symbol. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of kind of cool that there's that one shout out there. Yeah. Like, but it's like, other than that, like and they haven't given a release date for it. So that's what they yeah. do. It's like, okay, great. We but, knew we knew that Sony would come back to God of War at some point because I mean it's they they did it right they build the franchise up and they let it rest for a little bit because Ascension was okay but not great from what everybody said and so they realized it's getting fatigued so just let it set for a while and that was a good move
0: yeah I agree and to pull him into another pantheon like originally they were actually going to have it set in Egypt too. I would have been all about that That'd like Egypt would have been amazing yeah. which I mean they can still do it yeah. but uh, I I and from from day one. I have always said he's going to go through and just destroy every, every mythology, every mythological. Like I, want,
1: I want to see him in South America fighting all of that stuff yep. too, and like and, and just give me America with all the Native American gods. I thought too. that would like, be
0: a great story as to like how a lot of like how pag- there's no no, no paganistic yeah. like religions anymore.
1: That's funny. I thought
0: that would have been a great story to do that that way. But uh, any but you know I mean I'm cool with the Norse mythology. So
1: yeah. So, um, and then speaking of
0: uh, un- unfettered violence, did you see the the demo a footage of Friday the 13th? No. I w- I've watched a couple of those. Like, I've, I watched the one where they were trying to get away from Jason, and then I watched one where he broke in and found somebody.
1: Did you, okay, one of these I saw recently was someone playing as Jason, and you kept hearing his mom talking to him the entire time. Did you uh, see that? No, I didn't see that Where one. she's like, make them pay, Jason. Like, you know, and it sounds like her from the first game, and as he's just walking around, you see... Off in the distance, you see little, little uh, indicators of where people are running and making noise. Uh-huh. So you can tell where the campers are kind of are if they're making noise. And then, like if one's running away from you, goes into a cabin, that cabin becomes bright red. So you're like, huh, ah, wonder where I'm going to go next. And it's really That's it's cool. going to be interesting. And then they, play, and then I'm they really showed the excited video for that game. of one of the campers and how he got away and ran into a cabin. And the person playing it was smart because he ran over, turned on a radio, turned it up real loud, and then went over and opened a window. So it looks like he ran away and then hid under a bed. So, you saw Jason break through a door and look around. And just like, you know, he, he did this thing where it looked like he was going to double back and just walked over. And you see just the brief second of his his, his hockey mask tilt down and look. And you're like, oh, crap, he's been found. And you just see, like, the knife go through the bed. <laughs> like, it was oh, great. Oh, man. It was so good, though. Like, God, I can't uh, wait to play that game. It's, it's, it's supposed to be four on one, like Evolve. Yeah. Where you have the campers trying to fight Jason. So, like, there has to be a way you succeed.
0: Yeah, there's got to be a way to stop him. Yeah. You know? So. But it
1: looks. It looks it looks right, and I guess they're saying they went back to Friday the 13th Part 3 and looked at all the buildings and modeled this one after the Camp Crystal Lake in 3, which is a good... That's a good call, so... Well,
0: 3's, yeah, the first one we got is hockey His mask, mask. Yeah. yeah, so... So, um, that's cool. I'm really excited for Friday the 13th. Uh, we've got... Oh, um, Sony also kind of, like, if we're going to... Like, we were just talking about God of War. Uh, Sony's doing an exclusive Spider-Man game, um, which is interesting because... Sony Pictures obviously the rights with that. Yeah. Um so that makes sense for them to put that on their their machine. Uh his costumes getting a lot of kickback. I don't um, care. I'm I'm not a fan of the white spider. I know, but I don't really care. Uh it's not going to it's not going to make me not play the game, but when I saw God of War and that Spider-Man game I was like I think I'm going to have to get a piece for now.
1: Yeah, and you should get a PS4 and then buy another copy of Overwatch and play it with me. And also buy Rocket League as well again. How about that? I'm not buying
0: Rocket League <laughs> again, dude. It doesn't make any sense. Oh. But yeah, no, the Spider-Man game looks like it could be really good only because like every Spider-Man game that they've almost released, almost every game. Is is it Neversoft associated with this one too? Or no? I don't.
1: Okay, because they're the ones that made um, the couple that people love from Spider-Man. like uh, Or not Never Neversoft, it's... um. Oh, the one that made the last one. The the Activision made Spider Man two. Okay.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. But uh it has a like you know, people have said it's you know, the gameplay looks really solid, it looks very Arkham in terms of how you enter combat and uh the combat is set up. Um, the world looks really fluid. Uh New York looks very alive and it pops um spider-man 2 is probably one of my favorite superhero games just because when they incorporated the web slinging system in that yeah it was a lot of fun to web sling around new york um so i'm looking forward to that uh i just watched something too that easter told about the easter eggs uh there's an easter egg in there where it says osborne for mayor so obviously the green goblins trying to make a power play Mm -hmm. which is going to probably tie into the story and then um uh, somebody pointed out that the goons he's fighting are the henchmen of mr negative so Mr. is only about probably ten years old in the comics. Not te- not <laughs> ten let me let me rephrase that. Someone's
1: he, being Mr. Negative again. He, Shut up, Mom. He
0: debuted in about two thousand six, but he's a fairly newer villain, but he's a good villain. Um I think we brought him up on yeah. one of the uh was it, it the brackets? It was the brackets. The, brackets. Yeah. So, uh, the seven
1: hour bracket we did a while yeah.
0: ago. So it's cool to see Mister Negative popping into a comic or uh, into a video game. So I'm looking really forward to Spider Man. We all love Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, But let's talk about other superheroes because we've got uh, Batman. Two games coming out for Batman, Arkham VR. So we said Resident Evil is going to be virtual reality, but now also Batman. So you're going to put on the cowl and you're going to basically become Batman.
1: That's exciting. Like I didn't see a whole lot about that, but I like that's a good idea. That's and also I hope they incorporate a lot of the detective work with that too.
0: I do too. Like yeah. you actually I think that would be cool if there was minimal fighting. Batman's got to beat someone up. Minimal fighting and a lot of the VR focuses on you looking for physical clues. Yeah. Like I think that would be really cool because I mean that detective part of Batman of just looking for things is like that that goes hand in hand with the VR system
1: and and I know they announced the the Telltale game they, well, which we've known about for a while Telltale's doing a Batman game yeah where I think it's going to be a lot more of that kind of thing where you have because I know the Wolf Among Us had some investigative parts to it too yeah so it's going to be it's going to be a, a balance between Batman and also Bruce Wayne which I think that's kind of cool that they're actually giving him more time to interact and give him more of the dialogue and decision making and then batman's more of obviously the action side of it but that's i like that telltale's approaching that that type of storytelling that's going to be cool
0: yeah um so that's really that's really fun to look forward to uh real quick uh bethesda announced that they're going to announce two games (laughs) which is weird but what what they they said though
1: is like everyone's trying to press them for stuff and they said you know we like to announce things when when they're relatively close to being released. So they said, "Look at Fallout uh, 4," because they announced it and it actually came out within a few months of them announcing it. So people, so the moment they announced about the trailer, people were excited for it. So they're like basically saying, "We're close to bringing something to show you, but we're not going to tell you what it is yet because we want it to be." They like knock you on your ass, good. So they've had the remaster Skyrim, which we talked about last week. They've had they're announcing there's another DLC coming for Fallout Four. So they they're they're good. It's just that this sounds like they've actually increased their production because this is going to be two games they're working on right now. And they said that um was it the next uh, the next Elder Scrolls
0: is is coming, but it's not one of those two. Yeah. So um, um and then uh Titanfall Two was announced uh, as an exclusive, obviously for uh uh xbox yeah right uh is it yeah is it still an exclusive? yeah uh this That's one, right yeah <laughs> yeah we're like, what yeah, yeah uh Titan- but titanfall 2 like and and at first i was kind of like when i saw they announced it i was like you know what i don't care i like i got on the titanfall hype train i played the demo i bought the game i played because i was like i like i mostly play mostly competitive multiplayer games because I likes
1: to win because
0: I, I like to win that's uh, why we don't play games together. <laughs> I, I I like to just be friends yeah. and play games. Yeah, Paul's like, look, I'm making turtle shell castles over here, and I'm just like, red turtle shell, you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: like we play Rocket League. He's like, how do I kill people? It's like, yeah. well, you blow them up. It's like, no, no, no. How do I kill them? It's like, <laughs> it's like I want to pop this ball. I'm done with this game
0: now. Yeah. It's like you can't you can do kill that. the ball. Yeah, anyway. no, no, no. Uh, but no, Titanfall one. Strictly, strictly competitive multiplayer. It was just yeah. a multiplayer game. Titanfall Two actually looks like it's going to have a coherent storyline. Hopefully, they will give you a single player campaign. And this will make me
1: interested in this because I bought Titanfall because I, had, I was it's one of those things where around other coworkers and like yeah we'll do it and then then I realized that these guys are super hardcore into like being the best like shooter gamers like whatever you yeah. call them and uh, yeah and uh, side note we, we always record when joe's exhausted yeah. so so joe's interested in talking about things but joe's no tired. i'm not
0: bored i'm like t- yeah i'm just tired with i don't know what time it is yeah it's like, it's late i've been um, up since like seven because yeah
1: and it's eight o'clock in the morning now so i don't know what he's no i just, no
0: i had a long day today. yeah
1: um making villain stuff but that's a whole i did something. make some villain villainaries. we'll, we'll, we'll reveal stuff. more about that later when it gets close to yes, being done that's in a the tease. future um my villainous plans yeah so Titanfall, like, I just, I don't know, I'm a sucker for large robots, and you can get inside them and shoot things, but I'd play Titanfall, and then I'd turn a corner, and then I would die, because, yeah. like, because that game had a very, it was, it was a steep curve in the sense of, like, to be really good at it. You had to know the maps, you had to know the loadouts, you had to know your burn cards, you know, all that stuff, and I every, just was, Every,
0: the, yeah. thing is like that, like, whether you Call of Duty it, whether uh, you Team Fortress two it.
1: Except Overwatch, like, there's some nuance, but not, like, it's not, it's more. They try to make you can grab anybody. It's more skill, yeah. like, and
0: that's what like I think. And even with Heroes of the Storm, Blizzard makes you focus on skill more than build.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm fine with so. that. But but this like we saw the trailer. Um, I, I just want I wanted to save this for the show and tell tell Joe the Titan who's the main the main story point in the trailer. Um, th- it looks like to me what clap traps from Borderlands think they look like. To everybody else yeah i agree
0: <laughs> he did look like a grown-up claptrap yeah
1: it's just like oh i don't have a wheelie anymore. i have legs you know and yeah and the whole thing it just looks like um the the titan actually has a connection with its pilot and it actually it lost its pilot so it found another one and the commands like well who made that decision it was like well we had to so it's like it, there's this whole story it sounds like this one's emerging from the rest of them and its whole goal is to win the war but also protect its pilot Right. and this made me really excited because it, it looks it like showed, there's a trust system being Yeah
0: built. and it showed a humanity for an AI titan like yeah. because it wants to protect its pilot it lost its pilot Yeah so i could definitely see like a like a like a buddy cop kind of type like oh i lost a partner i don't want to lose another partner but th- that Type makes, thing.
1: that i have questions about the first game because if that's the case then my titans must be just be in the corner just like <laughs> crying blood it's like i lost my pilot Not every again. single time i got near Not it again, yeah dead menace. yeah every time it's just like i couldn't even keep him inside but he kept dying like you know what's
0: wrong with that machine that's yeah. dead menace's titan oh
1: oh that one's been broken since the day yeah. i was born anyway. so but but speaking
0: yeah. of competitive multiplayer, uh, Quake, Man, Quake Champions. Some nice
1: transitions here. I like it. Yeah.
0: Uh, Quake Champions was announced, too. They say it's not a MOBA. That was like one of the things. It's, like, it's not a MOBA. What it seems like is that, and, and and there's another game, too, called Lawbreakers, which Cliff Blazinski, who is uh, the the brainchild behind uh, Gears, Gears of War, um, is working on. So Blazinski's got Lawbreakers, Quake, which is id. Uh, uh, quick Champions so it, it, it seems like these two properties are jumping on the Team Fortress 2 Overwatch bandwagon because mm-hmm. what it is is it's going to be competitive first person shooters with class based characters um, I saw a little bit of gameplay of Lawbreakers it was a little interesting um, it looked like it played a lot more like t- uh, Unreal Tournament as far as a shooter goes if you've ever played any of those a little more fast paced not as cartoony Um, They did have a really interesting um, shoot over your back type thing.
1: Oh, yeah. You can blind fire. You can blind
0: fire behind you. So, like, because that's one of the things, it's one of the biggest things in first-person shooters is, like, getting getting the jump on somebody behind them. Yeah. When you're like, that guy doesn't know I'm chasing after him. As soon as I come around this corner and I have a good shot, I'm going to light him up. Mm Mm-hmm if you light someone up and you're running and you're back you know you, you're like I'm getting shot in the back you could instantly just turn around and blind fire pop behind you like instead of doing a complete 180 retaliate which, yeah. which is you know in, in a game like that you don't have time to 180 retaliate you're usually dead uh, but I guess you can also use it to boost your speed like you can kind of like run or jump and shoot behind you <laughs> and it pushes you forward that's, for that's
1: a great cartoon mechanic
0: yeah, yeah but uh yeah and the, the Quake Champions they had a, a CGI trailer but I don't think they had any gameplay that I could see but I, I definitely want to track that down all right um, so uh, just two more things. I'll mention
1: one more, and then we'll mention the last one. We'll wrap it up. Uh, they There's a trailer out again for The Last Guardian, which looks very similar to the one they've released the past two years when they talked about it. It's an interesting thing about The Last Guardian. This was supposed to be the third game from uh, Team Ico, which is now a different studio, but it was like you have Ico, Shadow of the Colossus, and then The Last Guardian, which if you've not played Ico and the Shadow of the Colossus, please do. Those games are amazing, and I do want to do a cast later on about video games as art, and I feel like those are two good ones to talk about. Um, they actually have given a release date for the Last Guardian, which, much like the Dark Tower movie, I will believe it the day after it comes out. Like I don't, I just, I want this so bad, but I can't get excited. It's supposed, to, it's coming supposedly in October, and until I have it in my hand, it's physically there. I don't believe this game exists, but it's it's exciting. So, uh, and then then the last one um, we're going to
0: mention just because it's awesome, the South Park uh, game, the Fractured Butthole, yes, and. I don't know when, when this game first got announced, I was like, "Really, they're gonna call a game the fractured butthole," and it's it's fractured b u t w h o l e, so it, it, it's broken the trailer, but they're whole. It actually kind of it made fits. it made sense. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what they did is they just took off, uh, and, and oddly enough, they announced this game before Civil War got announced. But they basically took these kids playing Civil War. So if you've ever watched South Park. Um, they, coon and friends. They, they yeah. did a. They did a stint where the kids were. The kids always play games, and that's where a lot of the episodes come from. Is just some of the shenanigans they get in playing games. So the kids dress up and they play superheroes, and each superhero is a unique character to the, the kids. You know, they come up like Cartman's the coon, and um, I think like Kenny's uh, Mysterion, Kenny's Mysterion, and uh, the, Kyle's the something the human kite. Yeah, I think, and, and, and then, then um, Stan's mosquito something. Yeah, yeah but um, so like the. The basically... The first game, The Stick of Truth, was the kids playing Dress Up and playing Lord of the Rings, essentially. Yeah. And you played the new kid in town, and you wanted to get in with the kids, and they would send you on all these missions. And the story was actually really funny and good.
1: Oh, it's one of the best games I've ever played. Um, I, I mean that wholeheartedly. It was it, one of the best games I've ever played. It, it,
0: it is. It is I, I put it up there, too, with, like, it's a 10. Like, just and I just love, because... I love South Park, but...
1: I was, I've never laughed so hard playing a game. Like, it was amazing.
0: It, it was when I got the David Hasselhoff, like, <laughs> thing. That was, like... I didn't change anything about my character after I got the David Hasselhoff look. Yes, that was awesome. Um, but and the best part <laughs> with that, it was like the facial expressions would stay the same, so it was kind of like this deadpan Hasselhoff face, and it's like... I don't yeah. know, anyway, so the game takes place almost immediately after The Stick of Truth. So the kids are done playing Lord of the Rings, and now they're playing superheroes. So they decided to go with that, but the superheroes are basically split in half like Civil War, and you as the new kid again have to... Um, get in with the kids again because, like, you basically show up in your Lord of the Rings gear with yeah. your crown because like, I think you became king of something at the yeah, end of the yeah. game. because you got and, the stick or something, right? And then, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Cartman just starts making fun of you, like, you stupid ass, like, we're not playing that anymore. Get out of here. And yeah. then you're just like, oh, you're, all, like, all sad. And he's just like, yeah, we're not playing that anymore, you idiot. Like, So then you have to come up with a superhero persona and start all over again with these kids. It's pretty cool.
1: And it looks like the gameplay is actually more involved this time, which um – once you figured out the gameplay of Stick of Truth, it wasn't that bad. There no. was a couple cheap kills with some of the bosses that was total RNG. Yeah. like like um, um, uh, Al Gore was tough at times. I know it sounds like a weird thing to say. Uh, yeah. and then actually I, I the, remember having a hard time with it. And the Man War. Bear Pig fight was tough too for like a split second. Like there's times where it would just like very, get very unfair, but otherwise the game the mechanics were really easy to figure mm-hmm. out. It was your um,
0: standard turn based Final Fantasy type style. And this sounds like this has more complexity to it. So yeah, that's, that's they're good. gonna they're gonna do I don't know if they're I think they're gonna do turn based, but you're actually gonna be able to move like a grid system. Like a grid system. Um, it looked pretty cool. I'm excited to see because they, they showed three of the classes you could be because you basically picked archetypes of like a speedster or a blaster or like a bro- a brawler. But then there were like a few grayed out ones, so you don't know what they are. And like you know Cartman's going to have like a Jew class probably. Or yeah, because well, okay, to of...
1: clarify and stick the truth, there It was four classes and the fourth one was called the Jew because yeah. Cartman is very uh, opinionated about what he... You He's know, anti-Semitic. Yeah, it's, it's there's no Yeah, there's no sugarcoating it. And, and did, did DePaul play that class play? the game yes i did i
0: didn't play the jew class but, i played what i played a sorcerer but the and, and here's the cool thing too like if you have not played the stick of truth uh, if you pre-order you get it yeah, yeah it, fractured it, it, butthole you get <laughs> you get stick of truth yeah so and which again if you like south park i cannot recommend this enough so yeah. i anyway, don't think we talk about south park that much on here we need to do a south park cast but i'm a huge south park fan absolutely yeah,
1: yeah. maybe we'll do that closer to the fall because then that's when they're just doing the regular uh seasons again
0: yeah it makes me so sad they they they've become like gods amongst Com- comedy central so they could be like hey we're only gonna make five episodes a year is that cool
1: oh yeah that's cool i'm fine with it as long as i keep I'm making like, them yeah as, as long as, as, as they keep
0: can... making them but i'm just like just give me it's all randy
1: centric episodes and i'll be happy yeah, yeah.
0: although did you see the end of the trailer like when he pulls out uh, pc principal out of the storage yes. locker
1: yes that makes me happy i
0: saw a guy a really good pc principal cosplay at um uh megacon
1: nice like uh, that's awesome. I like PC principles. So anyway, that's us all like fawning over all the games that we want to play and spend money on at E3. Um, if you have things that, that popped up that you want to talk about, certainly please hit us all up on our Facebook page, invasion of the podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter at invading podcast and our Gmail address is invading podcast at Gmail. Um, speaking of uh, interacting with us on our social media, this brings us to our final segment tonight. Um, Steve of the science slasher. Uh, which again, check out the SaturdaySlasher dot We can't suggest
0: that highly enough. I kind of want to. I got to talk to Steve about that. Have you read? Have you have you been keeping up? to that I am not all? caught up on the most recent thing now. I I want to ask him because I,
1: I tear through him, and I always like well, I always want to read more. You I, know, so. I want
0: to ask him about if he's trying to do something like like I I don't want to do it on on the show because I'd rather like I don't want to like in case he does want to do it. <laughs> um, I, I want to know if he's trying to do something with this this one character. And then it's going to become a staple for like other characters. I think that would be really cool. But I'll tell you off. off okay. Of Sorry. So, I know. No. It was kind of mean of me to be like, oh, yeah, I want to ask him something, but I'm not going to tell you guys what I'm going to ask him.
1: Well, no, because go check out the science slasher, uh, yeah. uh, dot com and Oh, and yeah. I've yourself. just intrigued you. Yeah. There you go.
0: Right? Go watch.
1: See, Joe, Joe almost ruined it for you.
0: Do you know why they are called spoilers?
1: Ba-na-ba. I'm so happy with that new button. I know. That's like, you know, it's going to annoy everybody from here on out. But I want to get a it.
0: graphic like of like a like a little like a star graphic of us just punching
1: punching. (laughs) yeah that place uh so steve uh, has challenged me and i should also challenge joe because he hasn't no no
0: no i'll i was i was gonna take part in this okay good like i i've i think i've recovered from the wheel of death like a year ago no you
1: didn't finish that Polly movie about the bird you're
0: right so we're gonna you know what though i can't survive the wheel of death like i'll do it but i there's some i just can't survive Polly was pretty bad it's time for the Netflix Wheel of Death.
1: <laughs> I forgot about the Wilhelm scream there. Oh yeah, you yeah, had the Wilhelm. Did screen. you hear the Wilhelm scream in Warcraft? No, there is one in that is movie. Is there? Yeah, it's it's one of the the early fights. You just hear like whenever the orcs ambush the humans for the first time. Mm-hmm. There's definitely um there's definitely here a uh, Wilhelm scream in there. So I like the zug zug. I'm glad they put zug zug mm, in there. Yeah. Zug-Zug. Um, so yeah, so Steve's challenged us to the wheel of death. Oh, I gotta uh, get the wheel. Yeah, sorry. No, that's yeah, wheel, aka smartphone. This thing's heavy. <laughs>
0: it's got blood all over it.
1: So the the choices, and I was gonna like, uh, I know he had given us descriptions as well. All of them I know for the most part, except for uh, the one called the Masked Saint. So I'm gonna look up that one.
0: I well read, look them up, read the description. Yeah, I'm going to right now. So the, I'll tell you guys right now. There's a a movie on here that's been on the wheel that we should probably just watch it to get it off the wheel, is Zombievers. Yes. So, which, I don't know why we haven't watched that, because it's basically black sheep well, with beavers. With beavers. Yeah. Like I feel like there needs to be more murderous animal movies. There's a movie called Squirrels that's There's about, one
1: called uh, Zombies on our on uh, Netflix. It's like a zoo full of zombie animals. I it's a dumb name
0: th- for a movie. I think I saw that, and I was like, what the hell? Yeah what the hell all right so um so do you want me to read the the movies off and then do you want to read the descriptions
1: well i, I have what he his descriptions of them which i think is better um
0: where do oh go? i was gonna say the netflix descriptions
1: oh well i mean if you if you want to um oh oh no, here we go all right so uh first one i'll just say the max masked saint um Preacher by day, master vigilante by night. For this ex-wrestler shepherding his flock means thumping some skulls. That's taken directly from the Netflix description. That's what Steve said, so that sounds great. So that's that's one. Um, here, what's,
0: uh, what's the other one?
1: Kindergarten Cop 2.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, that's the one starring Dolph Lundgren. Here, uh, I'll, I'll read the description yeah. here. A hard-edged FBI agent goes undercover as a kindergarten teacher to recover stolen witness protection program data. And an action comedy sequel, stolen witness protection program data.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like they just kept adding words to that. Scene. It
0: got one and a quarter star.
1: Oh, it, it is a tumor. Um, yep. all right, Christian Mingle.
0: Oh God, why, why is this on here? Because Steve knows us,
1: <laughs> and he knows he knows that oh I won't despise this what's movie. What's
0: names in this, Lacey Chabert? Yeah, if you're not good enough to be Meg. Uh, <laughs> that was the original voice of Meg. She wasn't was it? the original voice of Meg, and Meg is nothing but a joke. So if you can't be, if you can't be Meg, uh, a career woman who has everything but romance, find her values changed when she starts dating a good man she met on Christian mingle Matt, or Christian matchmaking site. This sounds like somebody just was like, like what's in my house? Oh. You know, some oatmeal from Quaker Oats. I'm gonna make a movie about Quaker Oats. Yeah, like right. they were just like I saw a Christian mingle commercial. Be- <laughs> what else do we got? Um, babysitters Beware. Babysitting. This- Jeez, I don't like the cover of this. Oh, wait, Danny Trejo's in this. Uh, he's not now even... I'm interested. Like, I like that he's not even in the credits on the starring, but, like, <laughs> look at the... <laughs> oh, He pops up. He looks like that dad that's, like, this visits, like, every other weekend sometimes yeah. to see his kid. Danny Parker doesn't have a bad bone in him, but with tips from his pal Marco, the the model son turns into a perfect terror for a would-be babysitters. Wow.
1: Steve, I hate you. I mean, this is going to be funny. And what else do we have? We have zombievers.
0: Um, Let's read zombievers. Okay. God, there's a lot of zombie. There it is. This one actually got almost four stars. A group of Randy college kids, Ooh. like Austin Powers, Randy, oh, Randy, randy uh, partying in a woodland cabin. I, I love the person that wrote this description. <laughs> Gets a nasty surprise when a horde of ferocious zombie beavers attacks. That's pretty.
1: That's Well, that's, that sounds like the movie. And then the last one we have is the one that could be the good one. It's called Hush. Yeah, which that might be hard to find just on Netflix. or not. This, this got maybe. a
0: lower rating than Zombieverse, okay. so maybe it won't be. Uh, a deaf writer who retired into the woods to live a solitary life must fight for her life in silence when a mass killer appears in her window. Ow, oh, well, that's just cheating. That doesn't sound <laughs> like... Uh. Half the time killers have to be quiet so they can sneak up on their prey. I feel like that's just like it's like it's it's like killer training school. Be like, all right, look, Jason, we're gonna start you out with this chick. She can't hear anything, so don't worry about hitting pots and pans. Don't worry about opening the door. <laughs> like you, it's, can- it's
1: like the guy has new shoes that
0: day. Yeah,
1: and there's like the squeaking all over be the place. Like,
0: oh, and then they're like out there like grading and be like, okay, look, you forgot to take your shoes off. They made a lot of noise, but you were good. And you dropped sixty-seven cents in change too you're walking along it's like training wheels for killers like yeah. like what uh i'll I'll if if it lands on that i'll watch it but i'm just saying that sounds like you're cheating if you're a killer or right. so
1: is this are you rolling for the both of us or are we uh like no yeah, i think we, we'll do one movie because okay, then we can yeah. kind of discuss it
0: okay um hold on
1: i gonna find the wheel again christian mingle christian mingle christian mingle no I, no i hope not
0: oh, i do spin this fast all right there goes. so exciting I'm, I'm not, terrified. I'm not look. Wait till it stops making Uh-oh. noise.
1: That sounds like Christian oh, Mingle. Oh, it was Hush. Hush. Oh, there we go. Sweet. Yeah. All right. We might have survived the Wheel of Death. Yeah. Alright, so we'll watch that and we'll report back next week. So okay. all right. Thanks, Steve. That was that was fun. And then now, uh, Steve, you should watch Christian Mingle. No, I'm, I'm joking. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll <laughs> it was a twist. Maybe we'll turn the Wheel of Death back on
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's we just don't know the slasher at the very end succumbs to the wheel of death. That's yeah. what happens. So that's how you beat him. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. make him. Watch I didn't want to spoil
0: the whole comic, but that's what ends up just happening. trick
1: him into watching really yeah. bad Netflix yeah. movies. The he's like,
0: time. they're like, he shows up in a house and then he sees forty days and forty nights on, it, and he sits down and then he's just dead. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's yeah. like this. What is this? Why are there bees in that cave? And he's really curious. <laughs> yeah, he's just,
1: the, the dead. <laughs> the dead. All right. So, uh, all right. That's fun. Well, we'll have that next week. And then also next week is going to be our invasion episode. This is something that feels like this has been Upper Alley. Um, yeah. I, um, just from like the beginning
0: of the show. I had a uh, listener suggest this because we put out suggestions. We do take suggestions. Uh, a listener suggests that we do an alien invasion show because we are Invasion of the Podcast. There are a ton of alien invasion movies out and i think it was like around the time that that independence day resurgence started to actually resurgence and um, we were kind of—I was kind of like, let's save it for Independence Day. Like, I think it would be good to pair it up with a summer blockbuster about aliens.
1: Yeah, I feel like this podcast is kind of like a nice wine. It's like, yeah. oh, what goes well with an alien invasion movie? An alien invasion podcast. So there you go. So next week will be an invasion episode. We'll probably—I don't know—do like a, our top ten favorite alien invasions or something. We'll figure something out like that. I was
0: going to bust. Well, Remember the idea I had? we were going to bust out the nacho hat again for that because I wanted to see what aliens. If aliens had to throw down for uh, the galaxy or the world, who would win?
1: Oh, okay, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure out something. It'll be it'll be fun. So, uh, yeah, so look forward to that next week. Uh, have a safe week, and uh, um, hopefully, we, hopefully, we'll be back after watching Hush. I, I think this is not going to be that bad of a of Willa of Death versus like versus me watching. Uh, Paulie finishing it, and me watching Adam Sandler's uh, Ridiculous Six and Jack and Jill. I actually heard
0: that new one, the, the do-over. The do-over is not that bad. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how how much truth there is to that, but I. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because I, I think up. I think he he went off of the the silly slapstick rails, and he got a little bit more like not crude, but like. I don't know. A little more, a younger Adam Stanley. Not, not
1: like cartoony? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, because um, it's just
0: him and David Spade. It doesn't seem like there's a uh, all star buddies that were hanging out at my, my well, house cast.
1: Yeah. But it still also feels like, man, I could, I could totally uh, fake my own death in a tropical location, Netflix. Okay. We'll pay for you to go there. That's what it still feels like. So, um, uh, this, uh, before we're out the door here, I'm just going to also show the other, other show that I'm a part of, uh, Strange Highways. Uh, this week where we are watching The Lonely, which has, um, Oh, what's his name? Jack, Jack Warden, who, if you remember, uh, do you remember the movie Dirty Work with uh, Norm McDonald and Arnie Lang? Do you remember the movie's Problem Child? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember. He was like the, the John Ritter's father. That guy. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's very, very well-known character actor. Uh, he plays a guy that's sentenced to live, to live life forever uh, until death on this asteroid to be alone. And then someone feels sympathy for him and brings him a robot female companion it's it's a really good episode so uh check that out strange highways it's a lot of fun and it's fun watching a 50 old 50 year old tv show and the talking about it (laughs) so um you know (laughs) hey it's there right so um so check that out and then also um that's it i think that's going to do it for us for this week any anything where we're just gonna melt away here in the studio until next? i thought i had
0: a catchphrase oh yes make sure you tell somebody to watch this yeah yeah remember last week. tell tell two 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 friends tell two friends two friends they tell two friends. And I they tell two friends. They tell two friends. Two friends. Two, friends. friends, two, friends.
1: <laughs> two brothers.